Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to Let's Get Fiscal. It is the Tight Ass Tuesday edition where we're going to try and save you some money. 7 News Network Finance Editor Gemma Acton is back. Hello, Gemma. Hello, Damien. You ready to save some money? Always, especially oh. at the moment. <laughs> now, you recently spoke with entrepreneur Mike Cannon-Brooks all about energy at the moment, and of course, we've only seen it go up since then. Yeah, no, that was a couple of weeks ago, and I think we've all noticed our, our power bills go up since then. Uh, most recently, overnight, we saw several places had blackouts, so the situation's becoming more and more dire, um, so certainly looking around for, for some solutions. Um, we are in a country which has a lot of ageing coal-fired power plants, many of which need maintenance being taken offline. We've got global energy problems with the situation uh, between Russia and Ukraine exacerbating demand for energy and, and taking away quite a lot of supply. So lots of problems. Let's try and drum up some solutions. All right. Saving energy means saving money. And uh, to tell us more about doing that, Ken Star Blue Editor-in-Chief Christine Sieb is with us. Hello, Christine. Hi, thanks for having me. So happy to have you with us now. You apparently know how to save us some money on energy, electricity. How do we do it? Well, there's probably two different ways you can come at this. Um, you can think about the big stuff that are that is are things like knowing what energy rate you're on, making sure it's the cheapest. And then there are loads of small things that when you add them up can make a huge difference, right down to tiny stuff like whether you wash in cold water or not, whether you, uh, whether you ha- what type of light bulb you use. So you can approach it lots of different ways. Let's start with some easy wins first. You know, I love that idea of washing uh, clothes in colder water. Uh, Does it make much of a difference to the, the quality of the wash? Well, most of us would might think that, you know, if it's really badly stained clothing, then you need to have hot water. And that's probably true. But for all of the stuff that doesn't need that, try the cold wash, see if it works. Because hot water, generating hot water is one of your bigger energy burners. So if you can avoid doing that, try to. I mean, just running your washing machine once can cost up to 67 cents in electricity. So do things like make sure you've got a full load. Don't just chuck in a few items because you want them, suck it up and (laughs) wear something else until you have the full load. And then hang it out in the sun if you can, or use an inside inside clothesline. Don't put on the clothes dryer. That's another big energy drain. Oh, I'm a big sucker for that. I actually bought a heat pump dryer last year, which I'm loving it. It takes a bit longer, but it's um, pretty effective. And I think it's got a six-star energy rating, so I'm hoping that's uh, helping at the moment. <laughs> well, I have I have an apartment, so I don't really have anywhere to hang my clothes. <laughs> so I really have no other choice but to run the dryer. Sounds like you need a bigger wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. And um, Christine, let's talk about switching off appliances at the wall. Uh, what appliances are we talking here? Are we talking things like your mobile phone charger? Are we talking kettles? Um, g- give us some more details, please. 
Okay, at risk of sounding like everyone's mum or dad right now, this really does matter. <laughs> if, um, if you don't switch off the appliances that use standby energy, it can add up to a $100 or more a year in additional bills. And the way you know something uses standby energy is if it has like a remote control or it has a little flashing light or it, it um, has a clock that runs on it, so say your microwave or your oven, that means that it's consuming electricity even when you're not using it and there are some that take a lot more standby energy than others i'm really sorry gamers but gaming consoles are a big user of standby energy because they're often searching for wi-fi downloading content in the background even when you're not actually playing on the say the uh the gaming station whereas other stuff is not quite as bad like you probably don't want to be messing around switching off your uh, microwave every time, but that takes up less standby energy as well. There's a few ways you can actually do this, though, to control it. You can just, obviously, like your mum or dad said, switch it off at the wall. Or you can look to see if your appliance or device has a standby setting. Some of them do have a setting that you can, you can change how it uses standby power. Or there's these things called smart boards that cost about $50 and they monitor in your home what's using standby energy. And when you're not using it, the smart board switches energy off to that appliance or device. And then when you come back to use it, it allows it to take energy again. So it kind of does the work for you. I think they call those zombie appliances. They do. The other creepy name for um, standby energy use is phantom load. It all sounds really sinister. But it's, it sounds like it's a very good thing, so we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll overlook that. Uh, listen, Christine, you mentioned light bulbs. That's an interesting one. You know, we can sort of incorporate home decor into energy saving, which sounds, uh, sounds pretty good. Tell us about that. Look, you wouldn't believe the difference different types of light bulbs can make to how much you're spending. We've got some we've got some numbers that show that if you've got, say, halogen bulbs, a single light bulb can cost you as much as $100 a year to run. You switch that for an LED light, and that's $28 a year to run. You think about how many lights you have on your house and how often you maybe don't remember to switch them off. The type of light bulb you use actually does matter. So... Uh, even if you have to pay a little more possibly for one of the more efficient types of light bulbs, you should quickly recoup your costs. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Now, it is winter time, which means we're all trying to stay warm. It can be as simple as closing your doors and curtains to keep that cold out. Definitely, I'm going to sound really old school again now, but uh, do everything you can before you switch on the heating. If, if, if it takes putting on extra clothes, we'd probably say do it. You can also think about things like making sure all of your drafts are blocked. So putting all those all those old style draft excluders under your doors, making sure that your, your windows and doors are closely shut, no drafts, because that helps whatever heating you're using 
be more effective. And then you can look at the different types of heating you use. You mentioned heat you have a heat pump dryer heat pump systems can be a very energy efficient way of warming your home typically if you run your air conditioner you should be conscious of for heating you should be conscious at what temperature you're putting it out because um generally if you keep it set between 18 and 22 degrees you're using the optimum amount of energy every degree you put it up warmer after that adds to its running cost by about 10 percent so even how warm you decide to make things rather than putting on an extra jumper will make a difference to the amount you're spending on your heating. So pull out the tracky dax or get out that polar fleece. Nice. I'm Christine. We love easy wins and thank you so much for all of the ones you've just shared with us. We can all um, certainly change our light bulbs and um, switch things off at the wall, but there are some bigger things we can do as well. Let's um, talk about how we can think more holistically about what we're spending on energy, which plan we're attached to and how to get a better deal. I mean, of course, that is our bread and butter here at CanStar Blue, and you are so right, of course. Um, you know, when we survey people, we find that 45% of Australians tell us they don't know what rate they're on when it comes to energy. Um, I'm guessing some people might become more aware because uh, it's going to become a bigger part of our household bills going forward, if it wasn't already. But there's, there's certainly things you can do to make sure, even if energy prices are going up, you are on the best possible situation for you. One of those things, and you'd say she would say that, is to compare. And that's because no one has to tell you that there's a cheaper plan available. If you can't remember the last time you compared, it's possible that you are missing out on cheaper stuff, cheaper plans out there. Given the current air energy market situation that you described earlier, the number of plans in the market are fewer than they were, but we just looked yesterday afternoon and uh, in New South Wales, Victoria and SA, there were still 14 providers in each state that were offering energy plans that were lower than the recommended price set by regulators. And in Queensland, there were still 11. So there are deals out there that are cheaper than what regulators recommend. um, And you just really do need to go out and look for them. Christine, how often do energy providers change their plans? Is this something we should be monitoring, you know, every week, every six months, once a year? The situation you were describing earlier means that they are changing constantly at the moment. I mean, on a daily basis, to the point where some providers are changing their plans by, say, removing sign-up discounts. Some are changing their plans by increasing the amount they charge new customers or increasing rates for existing customers, as you will have seen in the news. And then some are pulling out of the market entirely. They just don't want new customers. So basically... What you saw yesterday may not be what you see today when you go to look for a new energy plan. And we should keep in mind that there'll be further changes on July 1 because that's when regulated prices in southeast Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria and SA all go up. Whether your plan goes up in line with that will depend on the on the plan you're on, but people should be aware that prices will, for the most part, go up on July 1. And so if you're going to look for a deal now, it's better to get ahead of the curve if you can, is what we'd say. Christine, with wholesale prices so high, is there a danger that some of the smaller players will fold? Should we be looking at bigger players just for more security or, uh, or should, we, should we be more open-minded? 
Our experience is that we're seeing um, the bigger players stay in the market, whereas some of the smaller players have stopped taking new customers, for example. But we would still say, have a look at everything that's out there because what suits your personal situation and what's available in your local market might be quite different to that that's available for someone else. And also, there are protections for consumers um, should their provider go out of business. I mean, you there are protections for you. So we would still say, think about your personal use and see what's available to you and what might suit you. Another way that you might want to consider having a bit of security is looking for a fixed rate plan. It's important that I say a fixed rate plan is not like a fixed rate mortgage in that you're what it does is it's, it locks in the rate at which you pay for energy. If you use more energy, your bill will still go up, but your energy rates won't go up in line with the market. So it gives you a bit of certainty about the amount you'll be paying for energy. There are still those plans out there, not as many as there were previous, but you can still get them currently. That might be a way that people can get a little bit more certainty over what they're going to pay over the next, say, 12 to 24 months. And I'll just say this too, um, there's some external factors as well, because I know I'm with ING and they are offering some rebates on paying your energy bills with your account that way. So there are some ways to save there as well. Definitely. And that's why we would say go out and look at the different plans, because there are lots of different ways that um, that they can be more enticing, depending on your personal circumstance. Um, there's there's you know, there's everything from um, frequent flyer type points or, you know, rewards points to uh, to sign up bonuses. Um, but the thing is, no one can do the work for you. Unfortunately, you do have to go and look at a site like ours um, and see what's what's available in your postcode and for the type of meter you have and what's what's of use to you. A little bit of time can save you a lot of money, though. It definitely can, um, and especially if you're if you're pretty diligent about this and you you review it regularly for sure. All right, Christine C from Canstar Blue, thank you so much for your tips and advice today. Thank you so much. Damien is off to buy uh, some new jumpers, aren't you, Damien? Oh, absolutely, and a new doona, I think. <laughs> you can try a heated throw; they are very popular. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to get notified of new Let's Get Fiscal episodes. They're coming through every Friday and Tuesday. And make sure you head to 7news.com.au for more money-saving tips. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.